Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 23. Then the king called together all of the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the people of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests, and the prophets, all of the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by the pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord, to follow the Lord and keep his commands, statutes, and decrees with all of his heart and with all of his soul, thus confirming the words of the covenant written in this book. Then all of the people pledged themselves to the covenant. The king ordered Hilkiah the high priest, the priests next in rank, and the doorkeepers to remove from the temple of the Lord all of the articles made for Baal and Asherah and all of the starry hosts. He burned them outside of Jerusalem in the fields of the Kidron Valley and took the ashes to Bethel. He did away with the idolatrous priests appointed by the kings of Judah to burn incense on the high places of the towns of Judah and on those around Jerusalem, those who burned incense to Baal, to the sun and moon, to the constellations and to all of the starry hosts. He took the Asherah pole from the temple of the Lord to the Kidron Valley outside of Jerusalem and burned it there. He ground it to powder and scattered the dust over the graves of the common people. He also tore down the quarters of the male shrine prostitutes that were in the temple of the Lord, the quarters where women did weaving for Asherah. Josiah brought out all the priests from the towns of Judah and desecrated the high places from Geba to Beersheba where the priests had burned incense. He broke down the gateway at the entrance to the gate of Joshua, the city governor, which was on the left of the city gate. Although the priests of the high places did not serve at the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, they ate unleavened bread with their fellow priests. He desecrated Topheth, which was in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, so that no one could use it to sacrifice their son or daughter in the fire to Molech. He removed from the entrance to the temple of the Lord the houses that the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun. They were in the court near the room of an official named Nathan Melech. Josiah burned the chariots dedicated to the sun. He pulled down the altars the kings of Judah had erected on the roof near the upper room of Ahaz and the altars Manasseh had built in the two courts of the temple of the Lord. He removed them from there, smashed them into pieces, and threw the rubble into the Kidron Valley. The king also desecrated the high places that were east of Jerusalem, on the south of the hill of corruption, the ones Solomon, king of Israel, had built for Ashtoreth, the vile goddess of the Sidonians, for Chemosh, the vile god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the people of Ammon. Josiah smashed the sacred stones and cut down the Asherah poles and covered the sites with human bones. Even the altar at Bethel, the high place made by Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who had caused Israel to sin, even that altar and high place he demolished. 
he burned the high place and ground it to powder and burned the Asherah pole also. Then Josiah looked around, and when he saw the tombs that were there on the hillside, he had the bones removed from them and burned on the altar to defile it, in accordance with the word of the Lord that was proclaimed by the man of God who foretold these things. The king asked, What is that tombstone I see? The people of the city said, It marks the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah and pronounced against the altar of Bethel the very things you have done to it. Leave it alone, he said. Don't let anyone disturb his bones. So they spared his bones and those of the prophet who had come from Samaria. Just as he had done at Bethel, Josiah removed all the shrines at the high places that the kings of Israel had built in the towns of Samaria and that had aroused the Lord's anger. Josiah slaughtered all the priests of those high places on the altars and burned human bones on them. Then he went back to Jerusalem. The king gave this order to all of the people. Celebrate the Passover to the Lord your God as it is written in this book of the covenant. Neither in the days of the judges who led Israel, nor in the days of the kings of Israel, nor the kings of Judah, had any such Passover ever been observed. But in the eighteenth year of King Josiah, this Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. Furthermore, Josiah got rid of the mediums and spiritists, the household gods, the idols, and all of the other detestable things seen in Judah and Jerusalem. This he did to fulfill the requirements of the law written in that that Hilkiah the priest had discovered in the temple of the Lord. Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did with all of his heart and with all of his soul and with all of his strength in accordance with all of the law of Moses. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heat of his fierce anger which burned against Judah because of all that Manasseh had done to arise his anger. So the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from my presence, just as I removed Israel, and I will reject Jerusalem, the city I chose, and this temple, about which I said my name shall be there. As for the other events of Josiah's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? While Josiah was king, Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went up to the Euphrates River to help the king of Assyria. King Josiah marched out to meet him in battle, but Necho faced him and killed him at Megiddo. Josiah's servants brought his body in a chariot from Megiddo to Jerusalem and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoiahaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in place of his father. Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Hamatal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors had done. Pharaoh Necho put him in chains at Riblah in the land of Hamath, so that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a levy of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, son of Josiah, 
king in place of his father, Josiah, and changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. But he took Jehoahaz and carried him off to Egypt, and there he died. Jehoiakim paid Pharaoh Necho the silver and gold he demanded. In order to do so, he taxed the land and exacted the silver and gold from the people of the land according to their assessments. Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Zebedah, daughter of Pediah. She was from Rumah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors had done. So a bit of a long chapter, but we get the conclusion of Josiah's zeal for the Lord. And so the chapter um, kind of picks up where chapter 22 left off with Josiah having found the book of the law. In chapter 23, in verse 1, the king called together all of the elders of Judah and all the people of Judah, and he read in their hearing the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the temple. So the king wanted everybody to know what he knew, that the, the word of the Lord had been found, and he wanted them to know exactly what the word of the Lord was. So in the presence of the people at the temple, he renewed the covenant to the Lord and agreed to follow all of his commandments, his statutes, his decrees, and that all of the people pledged themselves to follow the covenant as well. After that, Josiah went on a rampage, tearing down the remnants of idolatry all over Judah. He went into the northern kingdom and tore down the, um, the high places that Jeroboam had made when the kingdom split. He even tore down the places that Solomon had built to honor other gods. He destroyed altars in various places. He fulfilled an interesting prophecy uh, that was given in 1 Kings chapter 13. You can go back to my, my session on that 1 Kings chapter 13 and hear that prophecy. But essentially, it was prophesied over 100 years before Josiah was born that he was going to go to the altar at Bethel and burn the bones of the prophets there and, and tear down the altar. And of course, this came to pass, happens in this chapter. Josiah then reinstated the national observance of Passover. And the Bible says that there had never been a celebration of Passover like the one that um, uh, Josiah held. And it was just as it was written in the book of the covenant, the law of Moses. And so King Josiah was Judah's most faithful king. Verse 25 says, never before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did, with all of his heart, with all of his soul, with all of his strength, in accordance with all the law of Moses. Josiah was um, killed by Pharaoh Necho in a battle. I mentioned last chapter that he was only 39 years old. And there's more on this in um, Chronicles. We'll talk about Josiah again. But he died an untimely death um, at the hands of the Pharaoh of Egypt. He was succeeded um, by evil king uh, Jehoahaz, who reigned for two months. He was deposed by this uh, Pharaoh Necho. And then Josiah's other son, Eliakim, was made king. So let me just go back to what was stated about Josiah. He turned to the Lord with all of his heart, with all of his soul, with all of his strength. Now, friends, that's what the Lord is looking for from me, and that's what the Lord is looking for from you. Lord, may we, like Josiah, turn to you with all of our heart, 
May we, like Josiah, turn to you with all of our soul. May we, like Josiah, turn to you in all of our strength. Lord, we love you. We want to live your way. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.